Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. You're listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast and watching us live on YouTube. I'm Matt. I'm Kyle. I'm Brian. And with oh. us tonight, we have a very special guest from Couch Crunchers and part of the uh, one of our fellow AZ and NerdNet brothers. We have Lance from Couch Crunchers. Hey, guys. How you doing? How's it going, Lance? Thanks for coming on the well, show again. Man, I'm excited. Yeah, we're excited to have you, man. Repeat guest. Yeah, those are the best. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Not like Jose. Not like Jose. Hopefully, hopefully Lance will or fall asleep and won't be playing video games. <laughs> that like was that. Like him falling asleep was one of the best things I've seen in a long time, <laughs> dude. I've thought about clipping it so many times. You have times. to. You have to. Just putting that, it online, <laughs> dude. That clip as and he, he does it twice. We catch yeah. him twice, <laughs> and like a four minute period. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, he goes. We used to do that all the time in the studio, man. He would, he would just nod off constantly. Yes, constantly. He would eat, he would eat like quick trip pretzels, and then he would sit there and he would nod off the entire show. Yep. But then he had a stroke. <laughs> and then he had a stroke. Or he. I'm having some difficulties, guys. Oh yeah, what's wrong? What's going on? Lance is I'm hearing. I'm hearing doubles. Hold on. Mute the YouTube. Uh, it's on. Mute, yeah, if you're watching the YouTube, mute the YouTube. <laughs> there we go. That's what I have to do. Yeah, it's like you know when you listen to the radio, and they should they say, "Hey, shut your fucking radio down." Yeah, turn your fucking radio down. That's the same thing. <laughs> I was so confused. I'm like, dude, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. All right. Well, my name's Lance, and I want to hear myself, hear myself while I see myself. <laughs> And we thought he was a professional on yeah, the podcast. Fucking podcasting day one for Lance. I'm, gl- I'm glad I right? didn't like intro him as podcaster extraordinaire or right. professional podcaster. It's my first day. I'll tell you what, I was actually going to put that on our uh, our thumbnail instead of just putting the episode title and with the sign Brian Holden, I was going to put I'm a professional podcaster. <laughs> Three time <laughs> professional podcaster. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been away. That would have been that have been really good. But I'd have I would have put put that as my fucking uh, YouTube thing. I can do it. I can do it for you. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> It'll happen. No problem. I want to find. A, I'm going to do it on a billboard. I'm going to find a billboard and copy and paste you in the billboard holding that sign. Hell yeah! So it's funny because you that sign that sign that you used that was for me at uh, I forget which game it was. It was yeah, maybe the Austin Matthews game when he came back home, and I was at mm-hmm. the, the Coyotes game last night. Oh, were you? Yeah, and I saw, and I I think you posted it last night, right? Or was uh, it I posted it on Wednesday. Oh yeah, but you probably yeah. saw it last night. Yeah, because you're behind on everything. I think I saw it at the hockey game, so that was kind of cool. So, but so, uh, what's going on with the couch crunchers, Lance? What's new? What's fresh? I know you guys just kind of rebooted. So what's going yeah, on, man? Um, we added a full-time, uh, cruncher. Uh, his name's Tyler. 
So it's basically myself, Max, and Tyler uh, just doing it on YouTube. Um, and uh, kind of reformatted the whole thing, just kind of made it a lot more laid back and everything. I I wasn't digging the structure. Oh, so it's called the Absolute Geek Couch Crunchers now. <laughs> hey, we can do that, man. Let's let's merge. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we kind of revamped the whole thing, and and uh, both uh, Tyler and Max and myself, we we like movies and TV more than anything. So that we're kind of focusing more on on that. Um, still kind of keeping the music element too, but. But it, it's been fun, man. Next week, we're going to be talking about um, Guillermo, uh, Guillermo del Toro's Hellboy movies. I thought you the... guys were going to talk about Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're going to be talking about the Hellboy movies, and those are some of my favorites, and we're excited, man. What do you think of the new one coming out? Uh, I have mixed emotions, dude. I I, I think that, uh, <coughs> that Harbor is awesome as Hellboy, but the trailer I saw left me kind of unimpressed. <laughs> really? I, I thought it looks fantastic. I don't know. It might just be because I love Guillermo del Toro's version so much with Ron Perlman and everything. And, and, uh, can't compare. I don't man. know, man. Can't compare. I don't know. I know, dude. I know. I know that <laughs> it's the same. It's the same thing with the new teenage mutant Ninja Turtles that came out. Like, I refuse to even like let my kids watch it because it doesn't look like they just how need they to did hurry in up. the 90s. They just need to hurry up and make a Dark Turtles movie. That'd I be don't know why they're not awesome. fucking around. Dude, did you guys see that fucking Fresh Prince of Bel-Air thing? No. What? This guy did a uh, – it's on YouTube. It's really badass. He did his own version of like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but like nowadays, and it's dark, right? And he made it look like a trailer for a movie he's got coming out. And what? it is fucking awesome, dude. It looks really good. And uh, he's like, yeah, I just, it took me six months to make this trailer. And uh, he's like, I wasn't going to even think about doing a movie. It was just, you know, me showing my love for the show and just kind of be trying to be creative. So basically he takes even a lot of things that is said in the show and he uses it in this little like trailer thing that he created. Um, and it blew up and all these stars started tweeting out how good it was and the, so the dude and saying like we need a movie of this and the dude's gonna make a movie of it what yeah you guys gotta see it it's really fucking good it's really good and it's, it's so like good. fresh prints but if it was like a dark movie you know or like a, I don't even a know what that would look like dude Oh, the, you're gonna be blown away I'm surprised you guys haven't seen it it's really fucking good it's a dark fresh prince of Bel-Air Bro, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air was the I, I I can I can think about that theme song. Yeah, you know what I mean. That hey, I, Fresh Prince Philadelphia, Bel-Air, born and raised. That that <laughs> show, um, Married with Children, and Saved uh, by the Bell. Saved by the Bell. Those three shows every day after school. Me and my buddy would go get ripped and go and watch those three shows <laughs> after school. Have you, seen, uh, have you seen that shit on Funny or Die, Zach Morris' Trash? Hell yeah. No. Dude, it's Dude. hilarious. So this, <laughs> guy, goes, this guy goes through episodes of mm. Saved by the Bell and explains the plot points. And like you realize like how much I'm of a piece of shit yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Zach Morris really is. I think he talks about the Kelly – I mean the – um. The one where she freaks out because she's on the speed pills. Yeah, he talks about that yeah. and the one where he's supposed to go on a date with a chick in a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that's my favorite. That's what was one of my favorite things to, to fucking watch and laugh about was what's her name freaking out when she's all fucked I'm up. so excited. Yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> I gotta take my pills to do my test. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, I stayed up all night watching those uh, Zach Morris's trash. They're on Amazon Prime. Oh, and really? I just I gotta watch watched them. one after another, dude. Like you can't stop. It's it's beyond ridiculous. It. it is. It's pretty funny how it just breaks down just what a piece of shit he was. Dude, he was badass. He had a fucking cell phone. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thing was like sixty four pounds, and he still carried it around. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Have you seen him in the passage? He's ripped. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys watching that show? No, I fucking dude. Is it on uh, any of the streaming pro uh, streaming platforms? Uh, yeah, platforms. It's on Fox, I, it, so it might be on Hulu. I fucking uh, I cut the cord like ten years ago, man, and I haven't watched anything that isn't on those streaming platforms. It, it might be on Hulu. Doesn't Fox own like sixty percent of Hulu or something? Uh, Disney does now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's supposed to go through here soon. Well, Brazil just uh, just finalized their approval, like, what, three weeks ago, Matt? Something like that, yeah. Well, they just came out, yeah. like, earlier this week or last week saying that it's supposed to go through by the end of the month, I think. So that should put to bed all of you people that are out there like, there's going to be this guy in Endgame, or Fantastic Four going to show up in Endgame, or Galactus is going to show up in Endgame. Silver Surfer, Brian. Do you think he is? No. Well, then why'd you fucking no. get my hopes up, dude? Why are you fucking? They, <laughs> they won't even have the the rights by then. I don't. I don't. I think it, they have the right. I think they've been playing that in the background this whole time. <laughs> it'll be at least probably three years before we even see those guys in those worlds unite. All right. So, I sent an article to you this week, Brian and Kyle. In what? We'll get Lance's opinion in this in our group chat. Okay. So this guy uh, posted um, a question about oh, I know a, a Batman issue. And he started asking about the staples. And I know we've had issues on this show before with CGC and CBCS and combo grading and how they basically told Kyle that they have it, – it's a free-for-all. There's no, like, guidelines that they they go by. So I wanted to know your opinion. This guy basically says that staple placement is bullshit. There's no such thing as an off staple. There's no such thing as a bad staple. CGC doesn't even look at that. So if that's the case and it go and it does not go into account in a grading and does not affect comic book grading, what does that do to the resale market of these people that are like, oh, this would be a nine eight book, but that staple's messed up. That make that automatically makes their grade a bullshit, right? So is he saying that any damage around a staple, so a pop staple, is he saying that's okay? Yep. CGC does not look at staples. Idiot, no, that's not true. A pop staple will instantly drop you two grades. He's saying the CGC does not look at if it's a, a, a pop staple, an off-center staple, if it's stapled wrong. Bottom line, not- I'm telling you right now, man, because the pop staple thing has been a big, huge issue in one of the CBSI groups chats that I'm in with people with uh, pressing. And a pops, and so a lot of people that have books that are the staples really close to being popped, it it's you got you take a chance at pressing it because if you pop a staple, it's automatically I believe two drops. I know it's an automatic drop. They absolutely for, look at pop for staples. CGC or CBCS. CGC because I, it 
because that's all we use is CGC. That's all I use unless it's autographed. I mean, and I don't have a, a you know, it's not a yellow label. I, I never want to go to CBCS again. You know what I mean? So <laughs> me too. Uh, I'll, I'll only use them if I have to make some money off a quick sale. That's a signed book. Um, so I know CGC, a pop staple is an issue. I, I w- can only think that maybe he either misread, mistyped that and wasn't talking about pop staple and maybe just staple placement because there is a difference with staple placement. If, if your staple or you know how some books a staple might be right on the spine and some might be a little bit off center, mm-hmm. maybe he's talking about that. But a, definitely a pop staple and rusted staples. Rusted staples can be issues too. Um, as a matter of fact, I was just talking to somebody that ha- got a book that it was on top of another book that had a rusted staple, and the rust from that bottom book. Um, made a mark on his book and that made him drop a, uh, uh, I guess I think a grade or a half a grade. So I'd be interested to see what that, what that guy, if that guy is misspoken, is he saying he's from an, another, uh, from the, the grader? He said he heard, he talked to someone from CGC directly that said they do not look at staples. When they are grading your book, staples are, do not affect the grade of the book. Okay, is this that is this that Stephen Gutierrez dude? Uh, I'm not sh- hold on. Like I posted up. the article in the the group chat. Let me see if I can find it again. All right, because uh, I don't know, Kyle. What do you think? I what I interpreted from it was that with older books, the way you know when it when the spine starts to roll a little bit and the staples start coming up that the older books is what they're not paying as much attention to. That's how I thought I read it. Mm. I haven't read it. So I can't say how I thought I read it, but so it it says, it says here, um, he asked, I have a near perfect copy of DC Batman 227, which I didn't realize that's a hot. Oh, it's the 227 link that you posted. Yeah. Okay, I thought that post was talking about how great that book is. That's a, one no. of the greatest all-time covers in for Silver Age books. So, but he's like, however, the staples are off-center, and one um, the staple is missing, and another one the staple is popped in the holes where they are in the holes uh, where they normally should be. He was like, I would appreciate some information. And someone who's a, a CGC grader responded to him and said that it, they don't look at staples. Staples does not affect the grading process. Here, but in the article, doesn't it say right here? However, uh, it does not appear that. Yeah, it says I can see where the guy says that, but I don't. I don't believe that at all. I don't believe that at all. I, does, does, is there comments available on that? There are not. Looking, not I don't see any where comments. comments. Yeah, I'd be interested to see what the comments are on that because that's one hundred percent. Everything I know of, and you know that I've heard and seen books get you know uh graded is that they do they do d- take stuff off for pop staples that is pretty damn interesting though if you know they they uh for instance chuck rosinski explains standards for near mint comics so here they they're talking about uh the mile high owner um chuck rosinski explains their standards for near mint comics and they're specifically they specifically address the issue of off-center staples noting off-center printing only allowed is hardly noticeable. That's kind of what is that supposed to mean, right? Isn't that the big issue with this? Is that it's like the grading process is not regulated at all. Like they can't. Well, 
that's not that's been my stance lately overall. At CBCS, I agree with Kyle 100%. It's not regulated, and that's why CBCS has become a joke. But I think CGC is it does a, a good job of grading. I mean, yeah, every once in a while something gets through that might not deserve that grade, but you know, nobody's, I mean, like, if unless it's not a machine doing it or you know what i mean it's very hard with different standards for different types of books and they do have different standards for different ages and stuff like that and there are printing defects that they don't take off for because they're actual printing defects but pop well, staples and and loose staples are definitely something that they and that's the staples. case why don't we start a business where we restaple books <laughs> because you know it that's that's restoring they've already got press books just restaple a book that's restoring. Once you're changing something, once you're taking something off the book and and adding something different, you're restoring. How a can book. you tell a staple was restored, dude? That's one of the main tells. That is 100 percent one of the main tells for for books <laughs> being messed up is a staple. I think I think Kyle's right. I think it's all bullshit. <laughs> dude, I swear it is. There's no way you could have staple 16 staples in a piece of paper and be like, "Tell me which one doesn't belong here." <laughs> you know. You could take like six staples from old books and be like, which one doesn't belong here? Well, they don't use like they staple won't. staples. Yeah, they, they don't use staples. They're different types of staples. So, and different eras use different types of staples. So, you can't okay, take so nice what shiny get that silver ki- staples what if you get put, that type of staple. You can't take nice shiny silver staples and put them in a golden age book. Get the fuck I'll out color them. I'll color them with a, a copper sharpie. All right. <laughs> how about we try? How about we try on your uh, Spider-Man 122? And 121. That's a, no, we're, we're good there. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I can add, you know, make turn that into a 9.8. Want to try? <laughs> why, don't, why don't we try one of your books, huh? Why don't we try one of those? I'm, I'm uh, not the one saying it. First Harley Quinns you got there. Those already sold. You got four of them. You can throw one <laughs> Just away. Just not mine. Yeah. Let's try I it on Kyle's. Them. I, can't, I gotta be honest though. I have I haven't. I can't believe how many books I've sold in the last two weeks just by putting stuff up. It's tax time. I've I've sold. I've made seventeen hundred. Imagine that. Imagine that you post something and it right. sells. Right. You I know. It will come. I know. Right. And how many fucking books I missed out on because I'm too fucking busy to post comic books to eBay. I just bought that new Harley Quinn cover. Chad P six. Chad says in the uh, the chat, I don't mean to interrupt. He says, "Who's the best company to use for cleaning and pressing books?" I don't like companies. I just find a good presser. Yeah, I don't like going to companies. A There's a lot of good pressers, especially on Facebook and the uh, and CBSI and um, you know the G plus groups. And you you just get in get entrenched in a Facebook group. You'll find a good presser. Um, there's yeah, a couple you know, of them on like, every post. There's three questions that get put in all the Facebook groups daily. What's better, CBCS or CGC? What's a presser? And um, did I did I do good? Those are the three yeah. posts that you always see on Facebook. So if you and did I did good is usually followed by some jackasses like, look, I walked into I walked into Goodwill and found this, and it's like a Captain America number one and some bullshit. Yeah, it's some bullshit. Yeah, you're right. You know, I usually ignore most of them because most of them, you know, you did good. That's why you're posting it. Like, actually, I, I someone today said, I spent $120 on this. Did I do good? And I wrote, are you happy nope. with your purchase? Then, yes, you did fine. As long as you're happy, who the fuck cares? But you know what? You know what? Um, I've fucking really seen people go out and find those scores, though. I've heard of people 
um, that I take at face that I, when they, they tell me something more than not, I, I take what they say, uh, tell me that they found a, uh, uh, amazing Spider-Man one at a goodwill. So there are some people that I hear about that. Shit. I don't know, Brian, this, the staples on this, uh, amazing Spider-Man book I'm looking at right now, <laughs> they, they look like the normal stap- paper, <laughs> staple in the stack of papers I got here. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Try it, dude. Try it and send it in. We'll, we'll conduct an experiment. Let's do it. Let's take a staple out and replace the staple. That's what I'm saying. Let's, turn let's, it, let's set it off. Let's set it off to get graded. Let's let's sacrifice. I'll, I'll do. A, I'll pick a book. Who's gonna Who's gonna pay for it? Are you paying pay for, for it? it? Fuck it. All right, let's fucking do it. Let's see if we can do we, it. We need video proof though of you removing the staple and putting the new one in. But we gotta we gotta put something on the line here. If it comes back as restored or messed up, then we gotta put something on the line here. Let's let's put you a couple. Me, I'll you, do an entire podcast with a fucking book. dildo stuck to my head. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right, a big old oh, black yeah. veiny one. <laughs> all right, you you all heard it. You all heard it. I'll yep. turn that to a clip, man. And if you shirk on this, you will never. Oh, dude, I have no We're shame. gonna make a song that goes, and we're gonna auto tune Matt. Go say veiny black dick. <laughs> I need to be on that episode. Okay, you guys have to have me on that. Episode. All the shit sure. I've talked about on this podcast, and all the shit we've done on this podcast, I I have no shame. <laughs> I'll do an entire episode with a big giant black dildo on my forehead. <laughs> but uh, somebody's got to be on important. We got to interview somebody important while that's on there, though. <laughs> got to interview. Am I not important? important? No, no. We got to get like the Green Power Ranger or something. <laughs> we'll get Joey Lawrence on that episode finally. Yeah, he yeah. to me with a yeah. giant black schlong on my forehead. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm sure you. he's probably listening. He's probably on a burner account, though. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Kyle. That's what I've been telling Kyle. He doesn't believe me. No, I don't. Not even a little bit. He's like Damn, Joey Lawrence. I think, yeah. I, I think Joey heard, Lawrence heard the, the podcast and doesn't want to come on. That's again. That's what he did. He and totally now, fucking listened. He said, "No, I'm not going on that podcast." Yeah, that's what and happened. Now, and now, like after having Corbin on last week and getting a nice shout out from Frank Caliendo on Common Playground, now he's going to listen to this and be like, "Oh, they talked about having a giant dildo on his forehead." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it just went to four. That must have been Joey. No, it was Joey. yeah. <laughs> Joey's Joey's tuning in. I'll do yeah. it. I will fucking do it. Yeah, if someone supplies oh, yeah, it, I'm totally not going to Fascinations to buy it. If somebody supplies it, I'll do it. Oh, look! Here's a way to shirk. Excellent way <laughs> to shirk, shirk, man. <laughs> uh, so okay, so okay. What we'll do is next next podcast. What I'll do is I'll have books. I'll have books lined up, and we'll do, well I'll pull them up, and everybody in the chat, and everybody, and all of us. What we'll do is we'll pick the book, and I'll pull the staple oh, on yeah. the podcast, and then me and Brian will fucking video us. Uh, restapling it and then we'll send it off and get graded. Nah, I don't want a video. I want to be there in person to witness it being stapled. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want some shenanigans happening. I'm gonna, shenanigans. Open up, I'm gonna open up that center that book and just slabber a whole thing of mayonnaise on there and send it in. <laughs> and then I'll be like, yeah, there's something no. wrong with this book. I don't care if it's a I don't, don't knock for mayonnaise. I don't yeah. want some shenanigans being like, oh, Brian's like, I got six copies of that sitting in my box upstairs. And Kyle pulls the staple and they just switch it with a different book. <laughs> <laughs> just to see me with a big giant doink on my head. 
a big black doink. Yeah. Veiny. Uh. Veiny. <laughs> veiny. That's the key word. Yeah. Oh, I'll look for the veiniest one and buy. All right, so I will I will pick books for next week and we'll 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 decide what book we're gonna do. All right. I'll even make it the fucking thumbnail. <laughs> I'll make the picture of it the thumbnail. Maybe it's just a giant doink on my head. <laughs> and every Matt so often you gotta smack it. Uh, that's the Matt the Dildo Unicorn. That's his superhero yep. name. <laughs> the Dildicorn. The yep. Dildicorn. <laughs> that's, that's the I'll show do. title. Dildicorn. Dildicorn. <laughs> Tim says in the chat, "Whoa, is that a dildo on your head?" <laughs> it's Joey impersonation. Oh man, that's what it's gonna be. I'm telling you. I I literally think if you send in a book. It's going to come back and they're not even going to be able to tell. Watch it be some bullshit where it's like, yeah, it was like first staple and you pulled the middle staple. It's not even the right staple. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, what does it matter? What staple does it matter? It's got to be the one he pulled. It doesn't matter. It's got to be the one he pulled. Whoa, did you pull a staple? <laughs> <laughs> Big old doink on my head. I have no shame. There's no shame in this game. All right, Matt. So what else do we got on the table? You gonna, you gonna bring up uh, what's his name for Guardians? Oh yeah, that uh, James Gunn got reannounced or re-added to direct Guardians of the Galaxy three. You know what I would do if I was James Gunn? I would pull down my pants, flip them off, and then point at my ass and then walk away. <laughs> Why? He wants that event. He wants that Marvel money, bro. Fuck your Marvel money. You should have stood behind me in the beginning then, you bunch of ass whites at Disney. Right, right. Well, that's that's twice this week that Disney has gone backwards on something. The the people outraged about Denai Garcia not being on the – or Denai Guerrera. I, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Not Garcia. being on the – Yeah. Michonne. <laughs> Michonne not yeah. being on the, the Avengers poster. Her okay. name not being on the Avengers poster. Well, yeah, I'd be pissed, too, if it said Garcia on it. I don't think she cares. <laughs> She's getting that Walking Dead movie. She don't care. <laughs> Garcia. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. I I wonder if they, uh, if they really, that was a mistake or they just really left it off. <laughs> I think they just left it off. I think they just put the Avengers on there. Yeah. Yep. That's, That's what I think, what I think they did. Although Bradley Cooper's name was on there too for Rocket, and so was Nebula's. They're fucking yeah, Avengers. Weird then. They're not Avengers. They don't have many choices. They're Avengers. They're the Gardens of the Galaxy. <laughs> Chad says in the chat, Kyle, I was thinking about you in Walmart the other day, you heart attack surviving savage. Oh shit, I got my test results. Oh fuck, I got oh shit. I'll, I'll wait till after this segment's done. No, now oh. you got you can't do no, that. Oh, dude, you got so excited, dude. Continue. <laughs> I completely forgot about my fucking. Yeah, there was at least my... three fucks and one shit in there. You must be super excited. <laughs> damn it! I wasn't gonna fucking cuss this episode too. Oh, there, there's another fuck. <laughs> God damn it! But <laughs> <a> damn it! <laughs> You're already way behind the eight ball, bro. You better just keep going. Right, well, <laughs> fuck it. Um, yeah. So I got my uh. I went, I went to the cardiologist again. I got my test results from the cardiologist. So I'm sitting there at like, my appointment's at like 9.45, so I'm sitting there. I'm just chilling. There's a, I'm the youngest person there because, you know, 
everybody who's old has heart attacks. And I'm sitting there, and there's what? There's hey, are you an ableist, dude? Did you? Just, are you an ableist? Did you say because they're old they have heart attacks? Yes. An ageist. Okay, ableist. Ageist. Ageist. Yeah, you're an ageist too. Ableist. Isn't an well, ableist someone who enables people? Or it's like somebody that makes fun of handicapped people. I think right. Wow. I'm not that's making a, fun. That's of a handy ableist. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is my observation. That's be while I'm at the cardiologist. This was my observation in the waiting room. That everybody in there had at least twenty years on me. <laughs> well, that's not a really good thing. No, no, it's not. But I'm just saying. So that means holy shit. A lot of people, a lot of old people, have heart attacks. So I was sitting there waiting, and this guy walked out. He had just had his appointment. His little old wife. They're God. They must have been 106 years old, and they're <laughs> like. They're walking out and like, so there's a carpet, like, you know, when you walk in and out, there's like a carpet right at the door that, that, you know, you, and it's a, a, it's a glass door. It's kind of like a welcome mat on the inside. And it's, I swear to God. So it's the whole mat. And there's this, there's this one corner that's probably up like an eighth of an inch. It's like, like somebody stepped on it wrong or something. And like just one little corner bent up. This little lady was walking out. She fucking trips over that one eighth inch fucking bent up thing. She spins around like three times and fucking smacks her face on the fucking on the wood floor. Oh shit! And that's what I said. And fucking everybody was runs she over bleeding? there. She was shaking. She, all kinds of shit. It was pretty scary. Yeah, dude. Well, people dude, fall like that, man. They you can it, they can die. Yeah, I felt. I mean, dude. I I mean, I I prayed to good vibe man in the sky <laughs> that he's all right that she's fine i mean they took her off in an ambulance holy shit yeah like she couldn't get up by herself i mean it, it was crazy and then as that's going on there's a <laughs> dude sitting in the corner like shaking and they run over with this bucket and i'm sitting there and i'm starting to get pissed because fucking like my appointment's taking too long and they finally call me back into this room. My heart rate's going all fast. I'm having a heart attack while Chad, I'm waiting. Chad says in the chat, that's a goodbye, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm sitting there and I'm sitting there and I'm sitting there like, you know how they put you in like another room, like a consultation room or like where you would get your, uh, you know, where you see the doctor and, and you sit yeah, on the yeah. chair or whatever. And I'm sitting there and, the, and like the, the, like, she's like the head nurse comes in and the head nurse is like, I'm really sorry, but there's just a couple other things that's, going on that's a little more precedent than you so if you could just be patient we'd appreciate it and she leaves and goes i guess i'm not fucking important whatever you know these fucking people you pull out. do you know who i am <laughs> right? i am kyle fucking stinson from the absolute geek <laughs> podcast i was named to the phoenix, i was named to the phoenix new times must hear podcasts in phoenix 2017 and 18 <laughs> don't you know who i am yeah but i'm like oh sure the young guy yeah yeah you know, my testers also sure are fine, so nobody cares about Kyle. And the doctor comes in, and they're like, we're really sorry. It took so long. He's like, two people had heart attacks, so the whole fucking office. So that lady fell, and two people had heart attacks while I was there. So the whole place is crawling with the fire department, and I'm bitching because, you know, I'm fine. I had to wait an extra hour and a half. But two people had heart attacks at the heart attack place? Yeah. What is it, contagious? Like, I don't understand. It, it, well, it is a heart attack place. 
I, I've been sneezing a little bit since I left there, so I think I'm going to have another heart attack. I think the well, odds are pretty go good. There to prevent heart, heart attacks. Yeah, somebody <laughs> not go there to have them. They're, I mean, odds are pretty good that one of those five people are having a heart. The attack. odds are ever in your favor to have a heart attack. But I mean, if you're going to have a heart attack, you might as well do it at the cardiologist. They have a, they have a right. little gambling ring in the background that takes bets on who in the waiting room is having a heart attack. Yeah, they got a death pool. Yeah, you um, see Ethel their, there. Uh, you see <laughs> Ethel coming in in her walker. Ten to one odds, baby. Hundred bucks says she has one right now. So I felt like a straight dick. So, 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 so they, that's why they uh, put that little corner up on that piece of carpet, right? It's like a ringer. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to they're trying to keep him coming back. Yeah, you're in the club now. But no, he finally comes in, and that's what he tells me. Sorry, a couple people had heart attacks. I was like, it's all right. And he's like, so you want to hear your results? I'm like, I'm pretty sure since it took a week, I'm fine. <laughs> that's just the assumption since you know it's been a week since i you know i did my stress test and everything and he was like yeah i'm, I was kind, of, I'm kind of surprised at these these results and i'm like what do you mean you're surprised like what, what does that mean he's like he's like you don't have any plaque buildup he's like he's like so how was the stress test and i was like it was all right he's like you know, I was like, yeah, it took a while for my heart rate to get all the way up because it's like 220 minus your age is what you have to get your heart rate up to so that your vessels and your heart open up so it gets you maximum amount of blood and oxygen. Did you see that Stinson guy on the treadmill? Fuck yeah, I did. He's sweating like a pig. What's the over-under on him flatlining before he gets out the door? <laughs> I, I saw a bunch of people looking around the corner and they're all like moving money around and writing shit on a piece of paper. 50 to 1 odds that he flatlines before he gets out the door. Dude, I'm so fucking lazy and fat that if I went in there, I'd be like, no, that's, no treadmill. No, no treadmill. They, Just give me the adrenaline. That's, so, what the, uh, that's what your odds are in the chat right now, Kyle. 50 to 1. Damn. Thanks a lot. But, yeah, so he's like, he's like, you're fine. He's like, you got no plaque buildup. He's like, you got your heart rate all the way up to your target rate. He's like, everything's opened up great. He's like – you you he's like if you just were in shape you would be fine but he's like your blood pressure's great your cholesterol's great he's like so but i took this is what i took from that conversation quit being smoking fat, weed no being fat never exercising my whole life drinking booze has made me have a very strong heart <laughs> all you kids out there no, I, no, 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 I have no, 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 no. <laughs> not all you kids out there. No, don't even go there. This is the secret to a nice long life. Eat what you want. Drink whiskey. <laughs> don't ever exercise. Like I remember I've told this story before, but like in high school, when we'd go run the mile, I'd just cut across the field, hide under the bleachers, smoke a cigarette, and then I would cut back across the field and run in with the seven-minute uh, seven mile guys. I did the same thing, but I, I had to keep it kind of real, so I did the nine-minute guys. So. No, fuck that. <laughs> I'm not – my little fat ass isn't going to be running with the seven-minute guys. I was, try, I was trying to win an award. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chad says in the chat, life lessons, kids, pay attention. Yeah. I'm telling you that. Those Mom, are the keys right there. Mom, my wife was telling me that – I Uncle Kyle told me that I need to take up drinking to have a strong heart. <laughs> Got a little kid just down in fucking bottles of Crown and Coke. <laughs> They're on the Kyle diet. Yeah, the Kyle diet. Bodies by pizza with Crowns and Coke. 
<laughs> our crown and red bull so that's again. it man just just eat fast food every night drink booze fucking do party have of, fun do your with thing on a crown i see or not crown but that's like crown but crown and red bull i've seen you drink like i don't understand how you haven't had a heart attack with that shit and yet your heart is as strong as ever he says it's great. He said he doesn't even see very many people. You know, like he's like it's it's awesome. He's like, ah, I, you're I'm telling a fucking now. No way. Start saying no. that's the best heart he's ever seen. I can't believe. No, he's okay. <laughs> I, 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 I tooted my own horn on that one. You called yeah. me. No, sir, that is an <laughs> incorrect statement. I had to toot my own horn. <laughs> Damn, fucking Brian called you out on that shit. I know what a dick. <laughs> and he let me tell my story. You don't even let him have his no, moment. He was just, the doctor just said he was actually amazed that my heart was as strong as it is for, I was like, you could say, it, doctor, I'm fat. I get it. But I'm just jealous, actually. Fuck. <laughs> don't hit that again over here, dude. Jesus. Dude, that's, that's how I am. Like, I, the doctor told me after my gallbladder, he was like, other than that, you're, you're healthy. Like, he was like, you don't have diabetes. You don't have high blood pressure. Nothing. So I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> Here we go. I'm waiting to have a heart attack. Yeah. I welcome it. Man, I'm I'm still <laughs> I still owe money to the you know second and third time I thought I was having hopefully, a heart attack. Hopefully hopefully I have one before I actually have to stick a dildo on my head. <laughs> oh my god. We can arrange that, dude, as long as we can. I think we don't it. we don't have to make a bet if you really want a dildo on your head that bad. We could probably get I'm one. Not gonna, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna to welch on a bet, right? I said it. It's in <laughs> it's documented. I gotta go through with it now. <laughs> oh man, get the notary. Oh. Tim uh, says he's trying to get the fifty to one payout and win the pool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, body by Kyle. Follow your dreams, beefcake. <laughs> Dude, that's that nice. that's the perfect tagline for his shirt. That is the perfect tagline for his shirt. Oh, that's man. gotta be his shirt. Now. <laughs> It's just gotta be like our our uh, new times po- picture where you're flexing, Kyle. It's just bodies by Kyle. You're dreaming. That was good. <laughs> well, your dreams, beefcake. Oh, that's so good. Oh, our chat is fantastic. Oh my god. Well, Chad's glad, on a roll, dude. He's had like five singers. <laughs> I'm glad you're you're healthy and here to stay, Kyle. Yeah, me too. Yeah, man. <laughs> Bodies by pizza. I just uh, learned next time I'm just gonna fucking roll with it. I think I'm having a heart attack. I'm just gonna take a nap. <laughs> take a nap. <laughs> yeah. Take a nap. <laughs> I, yeah, I think that's a good idea. Even if even if you don't feel like you're taking a heart attack, take a nap, man. For yeah. Naps are great. Have a, few, have a few shots and go take a nap. But if I wake up, fuck yeah. If I don't, well. It's just gas. It'll pass. It was gas. It's just acid reflux. <laughs> yeah. It's just acid reflux. It'll pass. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, man. That's awesome. So I, so I got a question. So uh, Kevin Smith tweeted out this week a picture of the blunt cave from the Jane Silent Bob reboot and said that there's going to be a new casting for Jane Silent Bob in the movie so that means that it's not going to be the pie fucker in Dawson so I nominated Brian and Kyle but who do you guys think is going to show up <laughs> to be Blunt Man in, in Chronic in the, the reboot I don't know but now you're, you're I, I got dreams and aspirations <clears throat> I'm glad no. I could help you I'm glad I could help you that's what we do here we inspire to inspire 
<laughs> so re- remind me, in the original movie, it was Mark Hamill and who? No, so in the original movie, it was uh, Dawson, um, the guy who played Dawson Creek, Jason. Um, oh, Jason. James Vander. Van- no, James, James Vanderbeek. Van Van and Jason Biggs. Biggs. And the pie fucker. Yeah, the pie fucker, Jason Biggs. What was Mark Hamill in that? Oh, he was the he's, bad guy. Yeah, he's cock knocker. Yeah. They should get uh, Chris Evans and, and Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Evans would work. Some people are, are speculating that it's going to be uh, uh, what's it, Grant Gustafson from Flash playing uh, um, Chronic, and that and I don't Lovell. know who would have Blunt Man. I don't know who they'd have Blunt Man. It would be funny if Jack Black is Blunt, Blunt Man. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> With or his like, gnarly beard. Or like Method Man and Red Man as Blunt Man and Chronic. That would be cool. Well, it was announced that they're they're going to be in the movie, right? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they play like the, the drug dealers. Like they meet Pablo or uh, oh, like Pumpkin. Was? Yeah, Pumpkin Escobar in the first one. You so I wouldn't be surprised. 405. Yeah. <laughs> Give them the map, Scott. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if that's what it is. But uh, Shannon Elizabeth is back. Yeah. So it's, it's cool. Because that's the last movie she was in. Yeah, uh, when she even uh, yeah, she vanished, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Chad says blunt man Matthew fucking McConaughey, of course. <laughs> That's a good one too. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I think it, I think it's a winner with Kyle and Brian. Yeah. Blunt man yeah. I'd watch that movie. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, I'm down. I'd love to fucking head out to Toronto. Dude, I could do that shit easy. That had me fucking rolling in our chat though when we were talking about that and then we started talking about Tom DeLong and chasing chasing UFOs with Tom DeLong. Right. And and I'm like, I think I know what you're talking about, and you have no fucking clue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you see he has a show coming out on like yeah. Discovery or something like that? Or he says he's gonna release uh secrets of UFOs. So you're gonna get me into my freaking uh, art bell bag here if you guys keep doing this. Go for it. Have you guys do you guys know much about it? Mm-mm. So, so, all right. So I'm a big, uh, I'm a big UFO nut, you know, into UFOs and aliens and shit. And, uh, um, I truly believe that if you separate the wheat from the shaft and you, you know what you're looking at, there are definitely people who are character witnesses to events that have happened that you have to take their words, i.e. defense minister of Canada, Paul Hellyer, um, the sixth man to walk on the moon, um, you know what I mean? There's there's certain people that give you that have seen things. If they say something, you take their word at it. Uh, Buzz Aldrin. Well, Tom DeLonge's always been a, um, a UFO guy and an Art Bell fan too. And uh, he used to, whenever he used to be on the road with Blink, they would he would always like try to go to these places. You know that he would hear about. You know, like Skinwalker Ranch or Nellis. You know, or you know Tonopah. Or, you know, in, in uh, New Mexico. Wait, uh, what happens in Tonopah? That's Tonopah, uh, Arizona. No, no, the oh, okay. test range is, is uh, where oh, okay, 51 okay. is, right? Yeah, so, yeah, I thought you were talking about Tonopah, Arizona. I was like, what happens in Tonopah? Nothing. Yeah, I was, I, yeah. <laughs> so anyways, uh, he got really into it, and that's all he would do, like, on the road is he would, like, try to go to these places. So I guess he found out, um, like, that one of his fans of Blink that he met, their dad was uh, in the, high in, like, the government, right? And so he just asked the kid, like, hey, does your dad ever talk about UFOs? And the kid's like, yeah. And, he's, and so Tom DeLong's like, I want to meet your dad. And so Tom DeLong kind of slowly, in, in a, you know, chained his way up to him. And the next thing he knows, he's fucking meeting 
um, uh, this guy at a, a, a underground, like semi underground Air Force base, and they pull him in, and they're like, "What do you know?" And Tom DeLonge's like, basically just tells him, "I know a lot from doing a lot of research, but I really think that these things are out there. I think that they're not necessarily good, and I want to be a person that can help get the public into it." And the crazy thing about this is that sounds really crazy. If you think, you know, if you don't know the backstory, but the backstory is the guy he was talking about was uh, President Obama's chief of staff, the same guy that was uh, Hillary Clinton's chief of staff um, when she was running for president. And uh, he wouldn't release the guy's name. But when if you guys remember when Hillary Clinton was running for president, that Hillary Clinton, she had that email (laughs) leak. Right. And when she had that email leak, one of the emails that was in that email leak was John said, said Podesta, nudes. was John Podesta talking to Tom DeLong about fucking aliens? Yeah. It turns out John Podesta is the guy he was talking to, right? So Tom DeLong, that comes out. Tom DeLong is told to back off for like a year because of how crazy it was going with the politics and that email leak. A year kind of he lays low. He had he had talked about this on um uh, fade to black with Jimmy church, uh, like a year before to the stars was created. Right. And then, so he lays low for a year and then a year later he comes out and he said, and he basically has this big, huge, like press conference and says, I'm starting this company. It's called to the stars Academy. We're a two part company. We're a company to make movies and like comic uh, graphic novels and write books. But the reason we're doing that is to help fund our main project was, which is to, prove aliens exist and or that at least ufos are coming here and to create a ufo and that sounds crazy but the people that he's got on the board of two the stars academy like how put off uh some of these other scientists are like super high high level That's legit yeah legit people it's completely legit and they've released like two military videos already yep. Yep. that show some freaky shit dude like yeah it's, so it's legit yeah if you guys don't know about it go watch the videos there's one it's called um, the Tic Tac video. I think that was the one off the coast of San Diego. There was a battle carrier group with the USS Nimitz. They had these F-18s that were doing training over the ocean, and these they got this report about something being over the ocean. They went and checked it out, and it was this UFO. And the video is a gun camera footage of this UFO, and you can hear the pilots, like, freaking out about it. And these aren't just normal pilots. These are uh, red hat pilots, which are the best of the yeah. best in the world. And you got somebody who's flying a $20 billion plane. You, they're not just going to hand that over to anybody. That person knows how to tell what anything is that they see, what it is, whether right. if it's a, another country's plane, a top secret something. They had no clue what this fucking thing was. And you hear one of them literally say to uh, a, his other, uh, another plane, he's like, holy shit, do you see the rest of them off my like SA or something like that, which is like aft something or so on the side? saying like there's a whole shitload of them there's like a fleet of these things you're only seeing one because it's but you hear them freaking out over this and the government came out and said yes those are real in a new york times article they didn't come out and say they were it was full disclosure they were just saying that these things are coming we are spending 20 something billion dollars a year in a in a black project um called a tip um this guy named force yeah i swear to god that sounds crazy but you know what i mean it's all Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson. 
Yeah, thank nice you. Like, I prefer like Degrassi <laughs> better. I prefer uh, Neil Degrassi Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. he came out, I guess Trump said something about a space force or whatever. Yeah. And everybody was making fun of him. And uh, and he came out and was like, hey, don't make fun of him. Like, this is legit. Like, this might be the one legit thing that this guy has said. Yeah. But, yeah, he was, like, full on serious about um, about a space force, dude. And, and yeah, it's... It's well, crazy, dude. And Tom Belong's doing ama- like amazing work, dude. Like, he's doing so much. Uh, Chad in the chat says you need to read the Day After Roswell by Colonel Philip Corso. Philip Corso. Yeah. So that was. It's funny, Chad. You say that. That was one of the very first books I ever read, and that book will fucking change how you look. If you don't believe in aliens, or not even aliens, just that there's things coming, and that we found crash and, and ret- retrieved crash objects read that book and yeah you can read it and then you can there, go get on the internet and, and people try to debunk it but listen that guy was uh, i think a four-star general at least a three-star general and he went to his grave saying that all the stuff he wrote in that book are true if a three-star general or a four-star general goes to his grave saying that that person has everything to lose in his credibility his credibility is the only real thing he has and yeah. if he's going to his grave saying that, you have to take that. I mean, that's that that testimony would take would help would hold up in court. If you had a four star general that said he saw somebody murder something on his deathbed, that's going to hold up in court. So why wouldn't why why wouldn't saying that he's you know that's how we got the microchip and that's how we got Velcro and that's how we got night vision. So Chad anyway. disagrees with you. He says he had nothing to lose. He was dying. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, wait, what are you talking they say about? We got the microwave that way you, and things like you, that. Well, you like, said he had everything to lose by coming out and well, saying his, all that, but his name he had nothing to lose because he was dying. No, those type of people that are in those positions, uh, their name is such a big deal to them. They're going down in history. You know what I mean? That guy was part of the group that, that um, tested the first atomic bomb. His name is going down in, in the annals of history. So to, to sully his name in the last you know couple months of his life – that's that's pretty fucking stupid yeah if, if you're somebody i i agree with you brian like if you're somebody that's high up and you've created a name for yourself you kind of did that to like do this legacy right and if yes. you die and you make a fool of yourself and you're destroying your legacy yeah i agree all you have left is your legacy yep what's that uh basically uh what's that 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 lyric you know or, or that saying all i have in my balls and my word and that's basically that that's all you have is what what yeah. type of person you are and if you were known to tell the truth right and if you're a fucking a person worthy of having that that attached to your name but my balls and my word but the crazy thing though it's kind of weird about tom DeLong is i th- i feel like he's a puppet like they just pu- put him up there as a way to get to like people you know under the age of 40 because here he is like he's this you know this person that a lot of those people at age like I grew up idolizing fucking Blink-182 was a huge fucking band. And yeah. still are. We, which is funny. The guy that they're using as to be like their spokesperson or whatever used to freaking talk about masturbation on stage. and like, Exactly, yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny you know, because... Fucking his dad and shit. Like, <laughs> John Podesta. Not exactly. <laughs> the way that I think John Podesta said it to him and was the reason that he like wanted to talk with this guy was because, you know... They they had been trying to come out to the public about aliens and UFOs and these these uh, uh, vehicles showing up 
um, in the like mid sixties to early or mid seventies to early to early seventies, they were actually going to do, this sounds crazy, but it was a Disney documentary and they were going to, at the end of the Disney documentary, they were going to show um, footage of a UFO coming to earth. And uh, at the last second they pulled it. But if you can go look in like the old TV guides when that movie was supposed to come out and it says, Disney, some you know something something world on UFOs, and it was supposed to come out, and they shelved it at the last minute. Um, and the reason that they didn't want to do it is because they were worried that if they came out with it, people were, would freak out. So for the next thirty years, they were slowly just dropping little bits and pieces here to see how people would react. And social media is what really gave them the final okay because so many people on social media were saying that they were okay with aliens and shit like that. You know, they weren't going to yeah. freak out. So once they got that, they went, okay, now we can start dropping little hints. So they but, were worried about mass hysteria, essentially, yeah. like by releasing that movie. But who knows? Maybe he's just fucking come up with a really good fucking way to make some money. I don't know. Um, I, I, I don't know, dude. That, that guy, said, uh, Tom DeLonge, has said how much money he's actually pouring into this. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know how much money he's really making from it. Like, I, and I it, don't know. It sucks. Here's the other thing, like, this whole thing, his 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 reason to do all this, it's all a ploy for Angel and Airwaves' next album, right? <laughs> um, it took him away from a band that was as good as Blink One Eighty Two was. I think Blink One Eighty Two's best album was their self titled album that they put out, the last album with Tom, I think it was, or second last album with with Tom. It was the it was the last album where they were getting along, and that was one of the best albums that I think any band has made. I didn't really like Blink's music up until that point. You could tell they had kind of progressed and become like a, a cure-like band, and they actually well, yeah they had Robert Smith on that exactly. album. That album well, I, was their ode to the Cure. That um, Blink's one of my favorite bands. I mean, in in I like all their albums, but yeah, they they wanted um, that album to be kind of their mature, you know. Yeah. And they, they finally knocked it out of the into adulthood. Yeah, dude, it was awesome. And to it call has, it their self-titled made it even cooler. Yeah, they reinvented themselves. But anyway, but, uh, sorry, I'll go off on a tangent on that shit. I love no, that. No, it's shit, cool, man. dude. I love talking about Blink Way too. Let's <laughs> yep. nice tangent, Brian. When is that TV show supposed to come out? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just heard it was announced that he was making it. So, uh, is it on Sci Fi or Discovery or what? That was the History Channel. History Channel. I think that'd so. be cool. That That's would be a little legit. bit more credit. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. But so I looked at the outline before we did this and I did not see anything about UFOs. <laughs> oh, no. We, you know, this is, you, act like you've been here before, Lance. I mean, come on. <laughs> you, you know how this operates. Wait, where am I? No, just kidding. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think the last time I was on, we talked about Batman's dick for an hour. Oh, yeah, we so. can do that. Too. I, just exactly. What we did. I don't even remember the last time you were on. Oh, you were you were toasty. Uh, I was you were, wasted. Yeah, oh yeah, that's you were right. done though. Good done the, the picture you made was Kyle holding a beer that he spilled on our couch. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, you got you were toasted about halfway through, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta be honest. I was really worried that this uh, the heart test results were gonna you know take away drunk Kyle, but I think that I'm pretty happy he's, because he's back in full force. He's back yeah. in full effect, man. Nothing stopping me now. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Voltron, Kyle. I'm gonna yeah. stop eating salads. I started eating salads for a week. 
I'm going to stop eating salad for a week, huh? <laughs> no, I started eating for a week. Now oh, I'll stop oh. again. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Throw Fuck that extra that patty on my burger. Let's <laughs> yep. do this. That's I what I had today. Burger King was the double Texas burger. I got the heart of a champion. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor told me. Got it in writing. <laughs> Fuck exercising. That shit's He's got it dumbasses. framed on his wall. Heart of a <laughs> champion is written in crayon. Dumbasses you run marathons. Champions misspelled. <laughs> Champions. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk. Uh, I've been kind of holding off. Let's talk fucking Avengers. Did you guys see the new Avengers trailer? Yeah. There's a new yeah. fucking trailer. Yo, yo, yeah, there's a new trailer. You watched it. <laughs> I know. I've watched like five or six, seven times. It was awesome. It was so, awesome. Coolest thing was Mohawk Eye. What a Mohawk Eye. So. <laughs> couple questions for the trailer one is that kate bishop we see with yes, yes. you think so oh yeah you think yeah. they're gonna spin it to where she she is his daughter no they'll oh yeah i think so i think it'll be his daughter that's what it seemed like right yeah but you think I she comes up to be like kate bishop? she would be too young well she, the theory is they're gonna be going back in time so things might change right like Yes. I'm wondering if we're going to see alternate timelines. You know, they're going to go back, fuck something up, and have to go back again or something like that. I don't know. I really want to know what the the equivalent of the certain things being outlined in red in the trailer was, in the black and white scenes. I noticed that it was all old Avengers. scenes from the old movies. Yeah. I, but it's weird that they did that. I mean, they've done trailers before where it's shown us um, – Captain America scenes from old Captain America and things like that, and they've never done that before. Well, yeah, because so, you're seeing like you're seeing Thor when he's sitting there talking to Odin. His cape is red, but everything else is black and white. And then yeah. you see Captain America when he's looking at the the image of himself before he is Captain America. The, the stripes on the the flag are red. Yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting uh, to see if all those guys die. Maybe. Well, that, what, what, you know, that well, it shows happen. everybody. I mean, it, it shows Michonne there with, you know, when um, she's watching. Oh, Black Dana Panther. Garcia. Shut yeah. up, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it shows her all in, you know, with black and white with a little bit of red. And, and it, it's a cool effect. It shows Falcon, you know, with just his red showing. And I don't know what the significance of it is, but damn, Disney's doing a good job of making us talk about it. I you know what this is gonna, isn't going to sound crazy, but I think Ronan's going to be one of the coolest parts of that movie. I think Ronan's going to be a badass part. I hope so, dude, because I fucking love Jeremy Renner, and he doesn't. So do I? He, I don't know why. That's he, that's he, one of the theories is that he becomes Ronan and goes on a killing spree because he watches his entire family get dusted. That would be awesome because it, it, that you? scene that scene can't be too far in the past because remember they say after the after civil war he's on house arrest so if you look in the trailer when he's teaching that little girl to shoot the bow and arrow he's got an ankle bracelet yeah so that yeah. that's not too far in yeah, the isn't past. this movie supposed to take four years after like take place four yeah. years after mm-hmm. yeah yep. some time some time has passed because if you remember one of the trailers where scott lang is at the doorbell uh it seemed like time has passed because he captain america was asking if it was a recording he was asking uh scarlett johansson if it was a recording of uh scott lane so it, it makes it seem like time has passed 
Tim says in the chat, Black Widow's hair gives away a big time jump. Yeah. Maybe you I hate wig. her new hairstyle, man. Well, she blonde. was blonde. She was blonde in uh, Infinity yeah, Wars. Yeah, I think yeah, the blonde's I awesome. I think that they're they're using that because they're they're going to start they're going to bring in that other Black Widow that they brought in for the uh, like we were talking the other the other show. They're I think she's bring- doing it to be in hiding. Well, also, yeah, aren't they, isn't the next Black Widow supposed to be a two a two person role? Uh, I haven't heard person, anything about that. Two, like a, oh, you're like, talking about the new movie. Yeah, the new movie's supposed to have two major roles, right? Um, it's supposed to be Scarlett Johansson and then another, like uh, another Black Widow. And I don't know if you guys remember the comic from, like, uh, I don't remember what year that was, but they did like a, a variant where she's like in a, a snowsuit or like an all white Black Widow suit, and there was a there was a Black Widow who was a blonde one and one who had the red hair. They were two different people. You guys remember that? Yeah, I don't know. From when Marvel Knights was going on. Her hair would look fine if she didn't bleach her eyebrows, dude. That's what gets me, dude. She bleached her eyebrows. Now she just looks like... Uh, you, you remember... Um, what was the dude's name uh, from the Logan movie uh, that's all in white? <laughs> uh, Cal- Caliban? Yeah, Cal- yeah Caliban. Yeah, she looks like that. <laughs> she looks old. She yeah, looks but- old and just makes me feel fucking old. <laughs> I remember seeing her for the first time in fucking Ghost World, or was it Ghost World? Was that the name of the movie? Ghost World with Steve Buscemi and um, uh, it was uh, Scarlett Johansson's first movie, I think. No, her first movie was that horse movie, but it was Ghost World where she was where she first kind of got her big role, and she was hot in that movie. And I think fucking, she's hot in about every movie she's in. I don't know, man. She's kind of looked kind of beat the last couple movies. Dude. Lucy, that's one of my favorite movies with her, dude. I love that movie, and uh, she's pretty smoking in a few parts of that. So I tell you, he's fucking hot as Charlie Theron. That chick is still hot. That chick. Oh, she's she's, she's kind of beat, bro. She's smoking. <laughs> she's did you beat. see the one? Uh, did you see the one with her and Seth Rogen? That new movie yeah. coming out. Yeah, it's fucking funny, dude. And she looks yeah. hot in that. Seth Rogen, a genius. There's obviously some sort of time travel because they got the the matching suits, which I'm pretty sure are quantum realm suits. Yeah, the white suits, white mm-hmm. and black suits. Those are yeah. badass, man. They are dope. Yeah, they look yeah. awesome. I hope they use them often. It's but cool. it, and then Kevin Feige came out today and said that Captain Marvel is going to lead the charge of going forward for the MCU. So yeah, we all knew that. Yeah, I'm sure it's it was pretty much. Not nothing new, but the end credit scene. One, the one end credit scene. I, I saw the two end credit scenes, and the one with the cat was fucking awesome. Oh, where he throws up the infinity yeah, stone on oh, the yeah. So that was. It's dope. been out for a week, people. If you haven't seen it yet, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Well, I don't care about you. You're gonna watch it online, anyways. <laughs> Thief. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't Disney, know. Disney has it. enough money. But I hate I going know. to the movies. I don't know. I man. love it, dude. I love going to the movies. My wife and I go at least every other week, if not more. I saw Shazam on Tuesday. Do you get free movie passes? That's the only way I could go every other week. Too fucking expensive. You, um, what was I going to say? But. I mean, Mar- Disney's been in some hot water lately, and that's kind of what makes me wonder if that's why they're bringing back James Gunn because they're screwing up, and so they're like, "Why, 
you know, we can't punish someone. What's the hot you water know? that they're in? Well, there's a lot of uh, conspiracy going on and on that Captain that they're lying about Captain Marvel's box office numbers. Are you serious? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They're saying and they're, they're much in bed lower. With Rotten Tomatoes, apparently. There's people uh, tweeting out pictures of theaters that they've gone to for screenings of an opening weekend, and they're like theaters like completely empty. Everybody like that I talked to that has seen it said it was good. Everybody, not a single person I've talked to didn't say it was good. I didn't like it that much but you didn't think it was a good movie it it wasn't bad i thought it was i thought it was a good movie but i thought it was a step back based on what they've been coming out with recently like i didn't think if i if i was to you know list you know the movies that have come out in the last three years uh from one to ten i mean it wouldn't be even probably my top five um, but it was okay. I think my main thing is is that I went in so excited for it because I love Brie Larson. She's in that uh, movie Room where she's fantastic in it. And did uh, she win an Oscar for that? Yeah, she did. She's a great actress. And there were points in the movie where I just didn't believe it. You know what I mean? Like it. I don't know. I don't know. It. I thought Nick Fury was great, and I thought. I thought there was a lot of great things in it, but she bugged me for some reason in certain parts of that movie. I think one of the issues is that you can't pin down the timeline. Like they're they're saying you're assuming it's set in '95 by the the six year like the six year they talk about, but you got Stan Lee's cameo and he's reading a script from Mallrats. Mallrats came out in '94, so it's like you know there's it's hard to pinpoint it down an exact time in that movie. Well, not oh, only God, that, 94, like, 95, <laughs> well, I'm outraged. Well, it's not only that, like apparently what I was reading a thing that said uh, that he was reading it, like it made it seem like he was reading it in the summer and it, the movie would have been actually released like three months earlier or something like yeah. that. And that's not a big, too much time on their hands to fucking care that much. That's not a big point for <laughs> me. Like I still, I still, like I said, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I didn't the it's not the best Marvel movie, but it's certainly not the worst, and I enjoyed it more than Black Panther. It's better than Iron Man 2. It is. Well, yeah. No, well, yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. It's better than Iron Man 3. Yeah. And it's better than... Well, where would you put it? Where better would than you Guardians of the, the Galaxy 2? Yes. I, well, I would put it equal. Really? Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was terrible, like we were talking about. <laughs> that movie sucked. I, that makes me feel terrible about seeing. My I didn't. Marvel. I didn't like Guardians of the Galaxy two, but I didn't hate it. I think I would put it at number five. If I did do top five of like just straight MCU Disney releases, I think I honestly think my top five would be like five would be would be Captain Marvel, four would be Homecoming, three would probably be Iron Man, one two would be Winter Soldier, and then one being Infinity Wars. See, I liked I the first Ant Man is one of my favorites. See, I like the I, I like the second Ant Man way more than I like the first one. Oh no, dude! The first one was fantastic, and I think it's because um, Edgar Wright's finger like fingerprints are all over it. Like they used some of the elements I think that Edgar Wright was going to put um, in his Ant Man movie before he got fired or quit or whatever the hell happened, and you can kind of tell uh, that he had some input before he left 
and I, I, think I would. That's why I love it so much. I mean, I would maybe interchain one of those with with Thor, but I only didn't put Thor Ragnarok in there because it was the third Thor movie, and I feel like just the actually seeing a full movie with Nick Fury in it was was more was better than a third Thor movie. So that's why I ranked it a little bit higher than Thor Ragnarok. But yeah, I liked Ragnarok better. I'm not. It's not bad. It's just they've come out with a lot of good stuff, you know, and. They've come out with a lot of good movies since, you know, uh, Winter Soldier. If you want to ask me, though, what is your all-time favorite comic book movie right now? It's going to be Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, followed by Infinity Wars. Oh, that movie was fantastic, dude. Uh, but right now, if I had to pick a Captain Marvel movie that was the the best, I, I'm picking Shazam. Shazam was fantastic. But... And I just... I'm just so bummed out about DC's bullshit. I yeah, don't know what the hell they're doing. It's crap. They're all I'm, crap. You want to talk about crap and DC? Have you seen the new bat suit for Gotham? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I don't even care to look at it. After <laughs> they, they released another me, uh, picture Bane, of it. Yeah, it's still shitty, dude. It's still so bad. I gotta look at it. It's, Guys, I got to step away for two seconds. I looked at it back, as... Okay? All right. I looked at it as uh, your first, you know, when you're when you're cra- like like Spider-Man's first suit. It was not the best. It's you know what I mean. Like I think when you have your first version of it, I think that's it's never that good, and I think that's part of the intention. But you could do a never that good first version of it. That's way better than what they're giving us. I think like the helmet looks like it's made out of paper mache. Like, I, I don't know. I just, not. yeah, it looks terrible. It looks like, you know what it looks like? It looks like, uh, uh, George Clooney era Batman bullshit. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Yeah. Just not the bat nipples. Yeah. Looks like that and Val Kilmer, Kilmer era bullshit. Like I'm looking for, a, I'm looking for the picture I linked to, to share it, but we talk so much in these chats. I can't ever find anything I'm looking for. I thought they had released two sets of pictures of it. They an older picture and a newer picture. So they released one that was kind of blurry that people were running with, and then they released the the clear one where he's standing in front of the green screen. Mm-hmm. And that's the the newer one everyone's talking about. Oh, there it is. I, I don't know. A lot of what they did on Here, gonna, they kind of they kind of fucked up with this with you know costumes and stuff. I'm gonna share it here real quick. Um Sorry guys, I, I'm back. I had to I had to take a piss, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> so um, you sh- you should be seeing. So there it is. Fuck There's no. the Batman. What the hell is that? That is Gotham's Batman. Your one. The suit itself doesn't look bad. It just looks it looks like a young young prototype. He hasn't quite dialed it in yet. It's shitty. It is shitty. It's, well, you know what? Here's the other thing. There's probably a lot of CG they're going to be adding to it. They, I mean, it's got implementation or it's got um, nods to Scott <laughs> Snyder's uh, Batman, like his year one story with the the like wrappings on the arms and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just not as. I wish they would have went more like that than than this. Like it almost looks like the bat comes off the chest to hold the cape in place. Yeah. 
and like his hell his cowl looks like it's like made paper mache. It literally looks like they took Christian Bale's Batman, George Clooney's Batman, and then tried to like put their own little twist on it. Yeah. I do like how tall the, the ears are though. I like yeah, that. that. They're not but little nubs. He's got that free moving neck that was never in a Batman suit until Christian Bale's. <laughs> no, that guy, dude, he gets shot. He's done. Like, there's nothing. I, I think know. Christian Bale is the best Batman by far. Yeah. Oh, dude, I love Ben Affleck's suit. Ben Affleck's I suit was it. cool, but Christian Bale, other than the stupid way he talked as Batman, I think Chris, Christian Bale was the best package the whole the whole package of bruce wayne and batman yeah i really liked um ben affleck <laughs> i really did and i'm in the minority i know that but i don't know it's i don't Christian i don't Bale think you're was necessarily a, in the minority because no. I, I liked him as batman too i thought he kicked but, ass as uh bruce wayne yeah i i liked him better than christian bale i think he just he got the raw end of the stick by getting he did shitty like he came into Batman in a rough time. Yeah, <laughs> he, he did. I, I think he would have been great had it been um, had, had Snyder not been involved. Tim says uh, that is a Batman costume that they sell at Walmart on Halloween it after he got like ran that. over by a truck. <laughs> <laughs> it does look like that. I have a the the mask that they sell in the toy aisle at Walmart right here, and it has like that same kind of like finish that uh that picture let me grab it like the ripple look yeah like it's cheap halloween plastic yeah, yeah. it's just like it's just yeah. like cheap dude like gravelly voice i'm not wearing hockey pads <laughs> should i just wear this for the rest of the show <laughs> um have you guys seen the uh cover um that uh art germ did for uh catwoman 12 I have. Yes. How beautiful is that? That is one of the, and I think Art Germ has been shit in the bed lately, but he, this is one of the best covers I've seen in a long time. And it's a great Catwoman cover. It's a great nod to that old Bat- Batman 42. And it, he just knocked it out of the park. That is one of the, he's done really good. His, uh, his old school Detective 1000 is really good. And this one's really fucking good. You know what? I actually bought books this week. You know what was really fucking good that came out this week? It's, it. it's uh, Amazing Spider-Man. It's the 17 of the new run, but if you're actually going on, if it's 818, it's the Hunt, first hunt. Hunted number one. Yeah. Dude, It's uh, that's going to be such a good story. The what, art in it is absolute about? shit. The, the art, uh, it's got uh, Herberto Romero's art in it, and it's garbage. But I hate Humberto Romero. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> His his Spider Man is so terrible, probably the worst Spider Man ever. Yeah, but it's, um, it's it's terrible. He's terrible drawn him. So what goes on in it is, uh, Craven comes back from the dead. Oh shit! And is his daughter around? Huh? Is his daughter? You, you don't see yet, but like he comes back from the dead and he's like, I I want to eternally sleep. I wanted to die. I wanted the spider to kill me. It was my time, but I I can never rest. And the only one who could break this curse is a spider. So I'm assuming he's going to try and get Spider-Man to kill him. But he ends up confronting Spider-Man and just beating the, like hitting him with this gas that makes him hallucinate where he thinks he's supposed to be meeting Mary Jane. And he's just beating the ever living shit out of Spider-Man. And then Spider-Man wakes up and he's um, in central, like 
I don't know if it's Central Park, but he's in a park area and like scorpions there and all these different bad guys are there and he's put back in the black costume. So basically what Craven did, he came back and he took this story back to Craven's last hunt. Oh wow. So like this has taken place like in the same like he put him back in the black costume that he's wearing during Craven's last hunt, everything like that. So it's I think it's gonna be a crazy good story arc. Is it still uh what's his name doing doing the book? Um Ryan Otley? No, this issue is Ramer, uh, Ramos. Oh yeah, yeah, you said that. Yeah. And like, who's, who's writing it? Um, let's see, let's see who's writing it. Let me oh, crack it open here. But yeah, I was, I saw it on the shelf. I was like, oh, let me check that out. And I read the first issue because I haven't been collecting Spider-Man. And I was like, man, that's so. It was such a good story. I can't wait for issue two. It was just in my box, so I, I didn't even ask for it. I just happened just to get it, so. All I, I just couldn't get over that terrible fucking Liefeld cover of oh, Justice God. League. With those stupid it's, dinosaurs. Um, Spencer, Ramos, uh, Alizaba, and uh, Delgado huh. are, are on the book. Uh, let's see who's writing it. James Spencer? No. Nick Spencer is writing Spencer, it. Yeah, Humberto Ramos. Humberto Ramos is penciler and Delgado colored it. Yeah, that, that Nick Spencer's the guy that did all that stupid shit with Captain America where he was uh, the Hydra Captain America. Mm-hmm. But that yeah, I cool. don't... His costume was cool, but the story really didn't pan out. But, like, I don't like... Um, I don't like Ramos's art, but, like, he's he's trying to fight back... Spider-Man's trying to fight back against Kraven, and Kraven's just faster and stronger and just beating the ever-loving shit out of him. And like there's there's panels in this book where I'm just like that is like the worst art. Let me see if I can get it up here. If you can see this right here, yeah, that panel like how bad it is. Yeah, his it's body like, looks stupid. Yeah, it looks like his legs are like. It looks like it's just oh a costume gosh. on the ground, but it's actually him in the suit. So, would this really is the bad. Amazing Spider-Man? Yeah. So it's him and Mary Jane are together, right? Yeah. So, like, he takes him to Central Park, and Spider-Man wakes up from the gas, and he's surrounded by Scorpion, and Tarantula walks out. Um, and there's, like, he's just surrounded by all these villains, and he starts fighting them. It's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm going to have to go buy that. So, I actually, uh, for the first time in forever, you know, was at, that, was at a comic store. I haven't been at a comic store in forever. And when I was in there, uh, Jesse actually said he's going to start selling... Uh, 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 monthly books again. He's not going to do it. Uh, he's given a little corner of the store to this girl, this lady that's going to do it. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I might have to start buying books, weekly books again. So right? yeah, if uh, definitely if if you are are looking to get into something Amazing Spider-Man, that's definitely a new book out there to check out. I also picked up uh, Hit Girl number two, written by Kevin Smith. And he actually has dialogue in this book, so oh, that's good. <laughs> it Kevin actually Smith's writing Hit Girl. That's yeah, he's awesome. writing a, a run on Hit Girl right now. Who's doing the art for that? Is that uh, still uh, what's his name? Uh, does a terrible Superman? No. Uh, Orum. No, Ramita. Right? No, not. Ramita. No, it's not. No, yeah, you're. It's it's not Ramita doing it now. But the yeah, the cover is Amanda. Ass. The cover is Amanda Connor. So it's oh, not Amanda cool. Connor variant. So that's really cool. Yeah, I there's a there's a lot a couple um, 
uh, independent books out that I've heard are really good. There's a couple uh, of image books that came out this week that are blowing up that I didn't get a chance to get my hands on. Die? Uh, I Die's on like issue four, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but did, did you pick any of the number ones up? No. No, I put them back. I had it and I put it back. I was like, man. Dude, that variant, that virgin variant is going for like four to $600. I don't know. I'm just tired of buying image stuff because it's just. Yeah, it's hit or miss. Most of the time, it's a miss. Yeah, it's like uh, finally a new issue of Paper Girls came out, so now I get the. I'm gonna read fucking Paper Girls tonight. What did you guys uh, think of the Aladdin trailer? It's terrible. I think it's terrible. I think Will Smith looks so cheesy, dude. (laughs) Uh, Have you seen the new one where it's actually where he's actually singing? Yeah, that's the no, that's what I'm talking about. So oh, they just released this. a they released a full trailer. Really, yeah, he's actually singing like you never had a friend like me. It'll change your opinion, really. Yeah, so he looks really cheesy in that one where he's just like introducing himself. But they came out with this new trailer. How long ago was that, Matt? Uh, like a four week or five ago. days ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's singing uh, the main uh, song. You yeah. never met a friend in in. He looks great, in my opinion. I, I just hope just... that he. I just hope that he plays it like Robin Williams played it. You know what I mean? Uh, Robin I Williams I was so good in that role, where, and where he kind of like went off the cuff, and and you know he he did things that you know, like out of like probably weren't on the script and stuff. And I just, I hope I it's Will Smith playing Will Smith as a genie. Yeah, I I I don't think that Will Smith would be able to pull off Robin Williams genie. So no. I don't want him to try because I, I think that that would be kind of Well insulting. here's the only I reason think he'd be I shooting say himself that. in the foot for trying to do that. Well here's the only reason I say that is because that role is so iconic at how Robin Williams played him. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was so iconic that anytime I see the genie I think of how uh, Robin Williams played him. So you already know you're not gonna do better than him, right? So why don't you just at least throw a little nod to him and kind of play out? You know, you, you do it. I'm like sure you, there will be some. I'm sure there will be something a little nod to him, but I just don't know if Will Smith has the ability to. He does do that. Well, I don't. Yeah, I mean, he's he even, not. It, he's not a character actor like Robin Williams was. Oh yeah, he is totally man. Totally, mm-hmm. he's he's that type of person that. Uh, tries to be the goofball big time. He's a Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, he's a yeah, but I don't. Yeah, I don't think he's, he's got Robin the same. Williams. He doesn't have the same clout as Robin Williams. I don't. I I agree. I think he should play it as his own character. Don't try to match Robin Williams. Let Robin Williams sings be the animated movie, and Will Smith could put his own spin on it for the live action. Don't don't try to you know is this, cover is it. This, or, is this uh, what's his name directing it? Uh, fucking Madonna's ex husband Guy Ritchie. Is Guy Ritchie directing it? Is it Guy Ritchie? Guy Ritchie is directing it or not. Let me find out. I think it's Guy Ritchie. Because I really like Guy Ritchie's, um, uh, the uh, Arthur, the um, Sword in the Stone movie or whatever. That was a really fucking good movie. Let's see who's directing it. Yeah, Arthur, yeah. Guy Ritchie. Yeah. Yeah, but Guy Ritchie, that that Arthur movie didn't make much money, but it was really good. It had the dude from Sons of Anarchy in it. Yeah. Dude, do, you, do you realize that torched. Disney Disney is set to have a monstrous summer? Like they're gonna make so much money this summer. They're Between, what are they releasing? Monopoly. 
Dude, but between Dumbo, Aladdin, The Lion King, Avengers. and uh, yeah, Captain Marvel, Toy Story 4, and Avengers, dude, they're going to make so much bank this summer. And I don't even think that's it. I thought there was another Star Wars one coming out. Star Wars, Wars in November. Like, it's ridiculous how much money they're going to make this year. Yeah. And Disney Plus is supposed to come out this year, right? I don't know if it's this year or next year. I think it's next year. But I just... I'm looking up their lineup right now for 2019. They're going to make so much money this year on movies. It's ridiculous. Well, good. Frozen 2? Frozen 2? Fuck. Yeah. They should lower how much it costs to get into Disneyland then. They should lower how much it costs to get into a movie. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking A. Oh, Artemis Fowl is them too. I don't have any interest in that movie. What's that? Is that a book? It's based on a book, I believe, yeah. And technically, they'll be getting money for Dark Phoenix and... Uh, what's the other one that's coming out this New year? New Mutants. That, yeah, are they actually going to release New Mutants, though? Or they haven't said they're not. I know they shelved it. I don't know if they ever actually gave another release date yet or not. Because it's completed, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was completed. Brian, someone's breaking into your house again. Probably my brother. <laughs> someone's breaking into your house. Someone just took two long boxes, Brian. Yeah. Yeah, Brian, they're walking. He's got something behind you, Brian. <laughs> it's an issue. It's a guys. At least, he's not, at least he's not scratching, sniffing. Yeah. You'll have to watch the replay. He was actually coming at you with a bat. <laughs> or, the, or the thing you used to throw your dog's toy. Yeah. <laughs> not going to lie. You're not going to lie. I wouldn't lie to you, Captain Brian. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They're gonna make. All I know is they're gonna make money hand over fist this summer. Tim I kind says of, uh, Will Smith's character is Will Smith. He is to the point now where you don't even see the character, just him. Yeah, I agree with him a hundred percent. That's why I'm saying he's got to do something because he's become like John Wayne. He's a character of himself. Every time I see Will Smith, I, that's all I see is Will Smith. Earth Day. Welcome to Earth. Yeah, right. Christ. You don't see Mike Lowry. <laughs> That's my Mike favorite Lowry. Role. That and I really like that. Uh, was it eight eight ounces or whatever that he did? Eight pounds. Yeah, that was a really fucking good movie. Seven pounds or seven pounds? Yes, it should have been I, I just, good. It, it made me want to go get a uh, fucking uh, jellyfish for a pet. <laughs> so you could throw in the bathroom. A man of war. Yeah. So you just throw it in the bathtub with you? That was the Rosario coolest Dawson was in that, right? Yeah, uh, I believe so. Yeah, back yeah, when she I was don't usually like her. Hot. So I still think she's smoking hot. She looks Ew. good. She looks good, but she she was so hot back then, man. I really hope she's in reboot. When she was uh, her her in that Quentin Tarantino or the uh, the Quentin the uh, Quentin Tarantino movie and what was that called? Um, with uh, the double movie they did with uh, Robert Rodriguez. Oh, oh, Grindhouse. Oh, yeah, Grindhouse. Uh, yeah, Grindhouse. She was yeah. so fucking hot in that movie. Dude, I think she lo- the best role she's been in that she looks the best is Clerks 2. Yeah, she's great in that too. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think she looks awesome in Clerks 2, but... <laughs> Are we going to get a Clerks 3? I read something about that. Uh, They tried for it, and the problem is, is that Miramax still owns the rights to that, I believe. And mm-hmm. they, they told them... 
no, they couldn't shop it around. But I don't know what's going to happen. I'm assuming with the Harvey Weinstein shit and the way everything's going, because like Saban is the one producing uh, Jay and Silent Bob the reboot, like the Power so Rangers thinking, Saban. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think if if reboot goes well and it does really well, I think he'll be able to to get those properties back away from Miramax and produce them at Saban. Because they were making mall rats too, and they turned it into a TV show, and they were trying to shop that, and that wasn't going anywhere. So I, he's hoping, from what I'm picking up and what he said on Twitter, he's hoping that reboot kind of spirals all of this stuff that he wants to do to where he can get it actually made and put out. Yeah, because so. he he's had a couple. Now I I like him like Tusk and and uh, was it Yoga Hosers? Is that the I name like of it? Tusk? Like, I, didn't necessarily care for Yoga Hosers. I loved Yoga Hosers. I liked it. Shit was liked so it, funny. But, uh, awesome. Those weren't big money makers for him, so he's kind of lost no. a little bit of his strength in the in the market. I want to see another Dogma, dude. That's one of my oh, favorite yeah. movies. I want to see another Mall Rat. That one too. I do too. Tusk is a good movie for the first half. Of it like the first half of it, you're he, like, man, I can't. Yeah, you're like, man, I can't believe this is a Kevin Smith film. And then it when he becomes the walrus, that's when you're like, okay, this is a Kevin Smith film. Yeah, and then you're out, dude. Once it hits that, once it hits that point, you're like, I'm out, I'm done. This was a fantastic movie till right now, so I'm shutting it off. Yeah. <laughs> I felt I like that like was him. his centipede, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like Red State, he did Red State, and Red State is super good if you've never seen that. Yeah, Red State was good, but it tanked. That was the first movie he really made, other than that Jersey Girl. All of his movies have kind of tanked. They're, yeah, they none of them have done very well. They're yeah. just his got this hit? cult following. They're they, yeah. they're critically acclaimed. Everything up through uh, Jane or Jane and Silent Bob were critically acclaimed. They just weren't. Well, like, Silent Bob was probably his biggest hit, right? Yeah, maybe Clerks too. Uh, no, I would say I would say Clerks is honestly no like, money maker or critically acclaimed. When when you talk Money Kevin maker. Smith, when you talk Kevin Smith, there's four movies you hear mostly: Clerks, Dogma, Chasing Amy, and then Mall I think Rats. Dogma was the biggest one out of all of them. Mall Rats. Actually, I think Chasing Amy ones. I think he says Chasing Amy was like his most his best movie. The most Chasing Amy movie. was his best movie except for the end. That it was didn't, the best. But it didn't do movie. well in theaters. No. Yeah. But and that, neither did uh, Mall Rats. The end of that movie ruined that. How good that movie was. If it, he shouldn't have fucking ended it like that. That movie was All so right. damn good. <clears throat> so I looked it up. His biggest box office hits. Number one is Dogma. Yeah. yeah. Number two is Cop Out. Remember that one with Bruce Willis? Oh, I'm yep. surprised Zack and Miri isn't number two. Jay and Silent awesome. Bob is number three. Zack and Miri number four. Jersey Girl five. Yeah. Clerks two, six. Chasing Amy, Clerks, Mall Rats, Tusk, and Red State. See, and I like Chase, I like Jersey Girl. Like, I don't know. I like all yeah. of his movies except for Yoga Hosers. Uh, worldwide, Cop Out is number one, and Zach Mary is number two. I don't like Cop Out, but Cop Out was the first movie he didn't write. He was he was his first studio directed film. Nobody liked Cop Out. So it was absolute trash. I don't like Cop Out, but I like Zach Mary. Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan. That's fucking right. fun. That shit's funny. Them together is funny. Tracy Morgan's funny. Have you guys seen the new show he's got coming out with Tiffany Haddish? Or the one like, where he uh, was in prison or whatever. The yeah. real, the real OG. That's like season two. Is it any good? I haven't watched it. No. It looks kind of shitty, but I like those two people. But 
I'm excited for reboot, and we'll see what happens. What do you mean reboot? What's what is that? So the title of the movie is Jane Silent Bob reboot. Mm-hmm. So it's like, remember the theme of Jane Silent Bob is they were going to Hollywood to try and stop the Jane Silent Bob movie from being made. Well, now they're they're. Studios trying to reboot it, so now they're trying to go to Hollywood to stop the reboot from being. Oh, made. okay, that's <laughs> awesome, perfect. So he's making the same fucking movie, pretty, that's pretty why much. Genius. Yeah, that's yeah. Why genius. That's what's the joke about it. That's an, yeah. it's been like that since the beginning. Oh, that's fantastic! I love that dude, dude. <laughs> he's making the same movie, pretty that's much. Awesome. Yeah, it's that's why if you notice a lot of the scenes, he's getting a lot of everybody back from. You know, is his yeah. wife going to be in it? Yep, she's gonna be in it. His daughter's in it. Um, I hope what's her name, uh, Elijah Shanna, Dushku. Shanna Elizabeth oh. is in it. Oh, Elijah Dushku is in it. Yeah, yeah, she's Shannon Elizabeth's uh, friend, right? Yep. Yeah, they're on the Charlie's Angels type team. Yep. Right? Yep. Yeah, but they were Robin Banks or something. What were they? They were or... getting a jewelry store. Yeah, diamond jewelry, right. diamond thieves. Dude, I gotta watch that again, dude. It's been years. It's on Netflix. <laughs> Dogma is one of my favorite all-time movies just because okay. I I was really into I'm really into like that fucking whole theme of, you know, the the history of like religion and shit. That ben movie, Affleck and Matt Damon. That was a really fucking good movie. He fucking It just would suck if they can't have Alan because they can't have Alan Rickman in it again. Or George Carlin. Or yep. George Carlin, yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I'm worried about um Bill and Ted. Yeah. I mean, uh, who'd they say was going to take over for George Carlin? Was it Whoopi? Matt? Who? I'll do Whoopi it. Goldberg, I think, was going <laughs> to. Well, over that's for fucking Carlin. terrible. Holy shit! If that's true, that's that's terrible. What fucking Whoopi Goldberg? What? That's terrible. That's they should just have Robot Bill and Ted take over. Yes. For yeah. <laughs> robot fucking Jim Carlin or John or, Carlin or death or have death do it. That'd be cool. Hmm. I can see Morgan Freeman doing it. Morgan Freeman. They should just hologram or CGI George Carlin in it. Fucking A. There you go. That's a perfect (laughs) answer. You don't even really need Rufus in this movie because it's Bill and Ted face the music. It should be about them like becoming the huge successor the failures are supposed to be. I just think it's cool that they're fu- they're filming it in Arizona. Yeah, to the station. It should be station. <laughs> yeah, they filmed the original one here. Why not? Right. I think that's I think that's why I think it's so cool. Like that's what you guys were talking about on podcast this week. Like killer episode of podcast, by the way. Do you but, like it? I, I thought yeah. you might like it. It was just cool because he was a. Uh, see, I don't know any of the guests when I go in. Keith does that on purpose, so like. All and I only knew the first guest. Everybody else, I don't even know who's gonna be until I show up. So it's like uh, it makes it really interesting for me. I didn't know any of that shit. Yeah, it was that's good stuff. Like I commented on your guys' Facebook channel about the the Titanic talk and how Rose was a piece of garbage. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like that's what you guys are talking about on there. Is I, I really think Arizona needs to start giving people tax credits to to film movies here. Fucking a man! Yeah, like they yeah, they just wants filmed to be in fucking Georgia. They just yeah. filmed the, the one of the Transformers movies here. The last Mark Wahlberg one. Part of it was filmed here. Yep. The uh, the Kingdom. Remember that movie with uh, Jamie Fox? Yeah, mm-hmm. and the accident. That one on the was. Uh, yeah, that one was filmed on the two hundred two before it was opened, and on ASU East Campus, like right in front of my house. 
yeah, my parents live right there underneath that where it was filmed on the 202. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's something that would really help this state. And Arizona just fucking shoots itself in the foot so many times that I'm not surprised they, they haven't done that yet because, you know, we're, we do so many stupid things here, you know, that just cost, cost us a lot of money. But they've, they've tried. They were going to build a huge um, TV studio uh, out in, like, Mesa or something like that. It was supposed to be huge. They were going to have, like, game shows there and all sorts of stuff. And we I were, don't know what happened to it, dude. It's, we were set up to be the porn capital of the industry if... Uh, oh, when the they condom pa- law passed, Yeah, right? if they were passed that condom law, yeah. Really? I thought they did pass it. I, I don't know if they passed it or not. I would check that out. But I know that was the talk is that Phoenix was one of the places they, the porn industry was going to move if they passed the condom law. It's going to get out of Van Nuys, California. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, I mean, they're all going to Georgia now or where's Vancouver. Or Toronto, yeah. Who the hell wants to be in Georgia? It's Georgia, shit, there's dude. a lot of shit that's filmed there, man. Yeah, crazy, there's man. a lot of shows filmed in Georgia. How many movies do you see now with the peach in the yep. end of the credits? Lots yeah. of them. I, yeah. Walking Dead's filmed there, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, it would make us. It would make the state a lot of money. But you know what? One thing that is cool is that there's a there's that generation. You know, Matt. You, you know, your generation right and right below you that are kind of holding that torch and lighting that fire in Arizona. Um, My generation. Uh, how old do you think I am, Brian? How old are you, Matt? I'm 33. I'm going to be 34 in a month or in two yeah. months. Yeah. So you're, you're right under um, me and Kyle's generation, just barely. Right. So you would be generation <laughs> X. Kyle's like, Oh no, I'm being old. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, how old do you think I am, Brian? Like 19. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. I'm the same age as Matt, and I don't think he and I are doing shit. So, no. <laughs> I, I think it was your. I think it was your generation that started it. That made started to make downtown kind of cool. Cool to be at. I know oh, our generation. Phoenix, yeah, my oh, generation fucked it up. I remember, uh, you know, when I when I was playing in my band and stuff, and we were trying to build like the local music scene here and just like the art scene in general. It sucked here and this was 10 See, years ago i disagree i think that was the the time the time where it started you know when modified arts was around i thought that modified was that first real place that when it was when it was me and kyle's group that did it because i think we hung out with that older generation like that who are in their, like their mid-40s right now um that 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 generation was too fucking right on the edge of being too violent and you know like a, that cock rock generation whereas your guys generation kind of made all those little clubs really cool to be at you know what i mean and they were cool those, to be at but they they're all gone now well I can't think they're, of they're gone they're still around they're gone but there's other good ones like like the film bar the film bar is a cool place to go that's a really yeah. fucking and i i would have never known about it you know um there's a lot of really good places where really cool things are going on downtown. Yeah, there's a lot of cool places now downtown. And before it was usually Tempe, right? Yeah. Tempe was where everything was, and now it's downtown Phoenix. Well, I think downtown's well, only going to get super commercialized. Yeah. I think downtown's only going to get better now that like these older folks or snowbirds that come here are dying off or moving on. I agree. It's I've only going to get it's only going to get better downtown. Like, yeah. I, I've always said that 
you know, not always, but for the last year, 15, <laughs> Why, what are the old people doing to downtown? That's ruining it. They're just like, just the voting on stuff. Like, yeah, they not come from other states. Yeah. Well, they come from other States and they're snowbirds and they vote here because they have a residency, whether that's we want them we voting here vote or not. In, we need to vote in July. Yeah. <laughs> they don't need to vote here. Go vote, pass, vote in July. Yeah. No, that marijuana shit pissed me off. It's because we voted on that in November, dude. They're all here. Yep, exactly. And then uh, you got all mall believing that hype and the smear campaigns that were going around. And I, my my father in law lives in Colorado, and he says that marijuana thing's the best thing that's ever happened to their state. Yeah, how far are they in the bl- in in the black? I mean, it's like ridiculous the amount of money Millions. they made. Yeah. It's unreal education too like i think a, a large portion of it goes to education a huge portion goes to education and uh health care and more weed yeah and here's and the other weed. thing <laughs> look what it's done to how doritos <laughs> the housing prices in colorado which were already pretty high they are through the roof right now yeah. because yeah. It's, it's turned into it, a great place to live it creates jobs i mean there's so many uses mm-hmm. for it like you talked about but that's the problem with our state is that we have the snowbirds and they come here when it's time to vote and they're like no and they shoot shit down and it's like get out of here like we have to suffer the rest of the year because of what you want the three months you're here yeah it's really it really is the age gap because i i even talk to young people that are right wing or whatever you call it and they're even for marijuana and stuff like that it's all it's all yeah. old people whoa 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 let's not get crazy now can't yeah. talk about marijuana on this. Well, like it, it, <laughs> dude. If you decriminalize it, it lowers taxes and it lowers state taxes because you're gonna not have overcrowded prison systems for all these mm-hmm. stupid drugs. It's even mar- marijuana is a, you know people get popped on it all the time. It's the dumbest shit. Yeah, it's stupid. But, but they put a my friend, uh, you know, 12, 10 or twelve years ago or whatever, he got pulled over uh, for driving while high. And they put a fucking breathalyzer in his car. <laughs> yeah, it's a DUI. It's a DUI in the state. That's great that they put a breathalyzer in there. What a yeah. fucking well, it's oh, it's always it's a DUI in almost every state. Dude, if you're if you're drinking cough syrup on here and you get in a car accident, they can cite you for a DUI for being under the influence. They're trying yes. to drop the the le- legal limit down even more. To, I think like point oh oh two or something like that. They should. Nobody should drive drunk. Yeah, but .002 is at the point where if you gargle mouthwash, you're getting a DUI, man. You know what I mean? But isn't there zero tolerance anyway? So even if you, yes. you get pulled over for DUI, you're getting a DUI. Like, isn't isn't that? No, the there's a legal I think the limit. U changes to a W. If 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 you blow under the legal limit, you're fine. But the legal limit out here is pretty fucking low already. It's the lowest in the country. So, and I'm cool with that. I, there's a certain point where, if like Kyle said, if you're drinking and driving, you're a fucking idiot. You're a moron. And they can well, stack them on you too. I know from firsthand from somebody I know that they can stack them onto you. So you can get one DUI and it can turn into three real quick depending on what you blow. Yep. Yep. So I, I, I work in the auto insurance industry, and uh, I can tell you that our state is like one of the leading states in the country for um, drunk driving accidents. So we have one of the lower um, uh, limits, but we lead the state as far as drunk driving incidents are, are concerned. Yeah. Or the country. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. We're just all drinking out here. <laughs> yep. Well... I don't know. I think that 
getting Joe Arpaio gone is a good step in the right direction. See how everything gets after Baby that. Baby steps. You like that? We just got political. <laughs> right? Well, Mugwai, Mugwai just joined the chat, and he's a perfect one to ask. He's in Canada, and they just legalized marijuana across that country. So, like, he'd be a good one to talk to about what it's doing for them. I'd be interested to hear what he, he had to say about Trudeau. Um, I know that he did do that, and but it still seems like he's taking a lot of heat right now. But it'd be interesting to uh, talk to somebody from Canada uh, live to hear what they'd say about that. Talk, talk to anybody from Canada. <laughs> See what they think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Ooh. Canada. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, sorry. Whoa, whoa. We're going to start like an international war. Uh, I was was talking about South Park. (laughs) Uh huh. Well, I think we've offended enough countries for one night. Thanks, Brian. Uh, That's (laughs) the type of thing in there. Yeah. Thanks, Brian. He said our prime minister is a tool bag. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. awesome there you go rpm in the tool bag well gents i think that's a good place to wrap tonight's episode up we've been at it for a while covered a lot of good topics um i definitely want to um thank everyone for hanging out in the chat tonight it was a good time uh i had some good conversation in there and uh, as always since your first time checking us out on the youtube make sure to hit that like and subscribe button and leave a comment below everyone in the chat make sure to hit that like button if you had a good time tonight um, yeah. If you listen to us on any of your podcasting platforms each and every Monday, um, make sure to leave us a review. We always like to help us in the standings. I again want to thank Lance from Couch Crunchers for coming out. Lance, remind everyone where people can find you and what's going on with Couch Crunchers. Uh, you can find us on www.couchcrunchers.com. Uh, you can find us on iTunes or YouTube um, and anywhere else you get your podcasting fix from. And, and uh, Max, Tyler, and I are going to be uh, – doing a live episode next Saturday talking about Hellboy. So, um, but how awesome it's going to be. What's that? About how awesome it's going to be. We should have one of you guys on. There you go, Kyle. You can go talk yeah, Hellboy. We'll talk about Hellboy. Hellboy. I just bought a Hellboy, Hellboy shirt. <laughs> Fucking awesome. All right. Yeah, well, but th- thanks for having me on guys. Anytime, man. We're definitely glad to have you on. Um, but yeah, if you, after you guys watch us on Friday, Go get your geek filled in on Saturday by watching these guys talk about Gero Dotelmo's Hellboy. And uh, so for this week's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast, I'm Matt. I'm Kyle. I'm Brian. And I'm Lance. All right. <laughs> there you go. And we will Act see like this you. is your first time. <laughs> yeah. We'll see you next time.